Hi, I'm Caleb Giddings, and you're watching Firearms Industry News for the week ending August 14th, 2020. Hell year continues as we have just... It's sometimes it's exhausting when I'm researching these segments, but I appreciate everyone who listens to these. I appreciate everybody out there who's sharing them and listening on things like iTunes and Spotify and all of that stuff. The numbers, again, on the podcast are great. Uh, if you're on Facebook and Instagram, make sure that you like and share and do all of those social media engagement tactics. Now, anyways, let's get down to the news. And we start with some product news from Apex Tactical Specialties. If you don't know who Apex Tactical is, I don't know what's wrong with you. They are the number one provider of aftermarket triggers for M&P pistols. They also do aftermarket triggers for Glocks. They do aftermarket triggers for pretty much everything. They used to be the king dingling, as it were, of revolver parts for Smith & Wesson revolvers, and unfortunately the market for that has shrunk pretty considerably. However, they do still make a few revolver parts, including their phenomenal J-Frame kit. If you have a J-Frame revolver and the trigger sucks, which the trigger sucks on all J-Frame revolvers from the factory, definitely get the Apex parts kit. This is not a paid endorsement or anything. I just know them. I like the guys that run the company and I like their products. Anyway, they have a new product out, the trigger mod for the Springfield Hellcat. If you don't know what the Springfield Hellcat is, I don't blame you. It was launched by Springfield as their competitor to the Glock 43X48 slash Pig Sig P365 365XL. It's a compact concealed carry pistol with a double stack magazine, basically. It's what everybody else is doing now. So anyway, Springfield Hellcat exists and Apex is like, we love money and we love money from everybody, so let's make a trigger for it. And that is currently available for pre-order on the Apex website. Just Google Apex Tactical and you'll be able to find it. Our next story is good news. The Civilian Marksmanship Program is reopening their air gun ranges in Alabama and Ohio on August 17th. So if you're into like 10 meter air pistol or three position small bore shooting for rifles, you'll be able to go practice again if you're in Alabama and Ohio. The ranges will only be open for appointments only. You can't just stroll on in and shoot, unfortunately, because it is still a global pandemic. So appointment only, and I'm sure that there will be restrictions on social distancing and masks. However, that wasn't detailed out in the press release that I saw. And now I have some bad news, and this is bad for everybody who likes ammo and reloading and is concerned about the current state of ammunition and components. Widner's shooting supplies or Widner's reloading supplies, depending on which one that you want to call it, or Widner's, is a, Widner's is a company that sells ammo and reloading supplies. They're one of the most established companies in the industry and have been doing this for years and years out of Tennessee. I've bought ammo from them. Everybody I know who reloads has probably bought supplies from them at some point, including powder and primers. Well, the bad news is, is that their warehouse in Tennessee burned down yesterday, and that's not good because that's not going to help our supply chain issues at all. They were one of the biggest independents left out there, and losing whatever was in that warehouse, however many tens or hundreds of thousands of rounds of ammo and you know pounds and pounds of powder and primers, that's not good. And that's going to have some downstream economic effects on the availability of ammo, 
primers, and powder, all of which was really hard to get anyway. Now our last bit for the news today is an update on the NRA's case against the New York State Attorney General. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, again, last week, the New York State AG filed a lawsuit seeking to disband the NRA, and in her lawsuit made some very serious allegations about financial misconduct done by Wayne LaPierre and his inner circle at NRA. Now, I have my own thoughts on that financial misconduct, whether or not it's true, and what the NRA should do about it moving forward. However, the NRA did file a countersuit, and the entire text of that countersuit is available online, and I will link it in the first comment for anyone who wants to read it. And I am not a lawyer, so we need to say that right off the bat. Obviously, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I don't know any lawyers who have sweet Star Wars art and Corvette t-shirts, but if they do, they're probably pretty cool lawyers. Anyway, I am not a lawyer, so my analysis of this is as a layperson. And in the NRA's response lawsuit, their counter lawsuit, whatever you want to call it, they do make a very good case, in my opinion, that the New York State Attorney General is abusing her power and is acting extrajudicially, acting outside of the scope of what's appropriate for an Attorney General to act. And they base this on campaign statements that she made. They base this on the fact that before she was even elected to the office, she said she was going to use the power of her office to dismantle the NRA. And I think in a rational world, a judge would see that and go, oh yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty inappropriate, guys. But we don't live in a rational world. We live in a hell world. So who knows what will happen. Now also in that countersuit, the NRA makes the claim that their financials were completely above the board. And if you've been following this whole saga of the NRA and Ackerman McQueen and Locked in Affinity and everything and Carry Guard and the New York State AG and everything that's going on, this is really, this counter lawsuit by the NRA is really the first time that you've been able to see the NRA's side of the story and the narrative that they're trying to paint. I don't know if I fully buy into it. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I don't fully buy into it at all, but it is nice to actually see them responding and see them being proactive and saying, hey, hold on, our books were in order. The reason why this stuff came to light is because we were trying to prepare for some sort of attack by the New York State Attorney General's office. So it's all very interesting and it's going to provide us with a lot of content hopefully over the next couple of months because there's no way this is getting wrapped up quickly and there's no way this is getting wrapped up in a way that doesn't cost us, the membership of the NRA, the people who pay for all of that with our donations and membership dues, a lot of money. Lawsuits are hideously expensive. Defending a lawsuit is hideously expensive and prosecuting, attacking, pushing a lawsuit is hideously expensive. So going to cost the NRA a lot of money and a gentle reminder to the NRA that we're the people that pay for that, the membership. We pay for all of this stuff. So use our money wisely. Like, please use our money wisely. That would be super rad. Anyway, that's it for the news this week. Make sure again you subscribe on Spotify and iTunes or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and like, share, subscribe, alerts, blah, blah, blah. We will be dropping a new sticker soon. 
I'm working on the design right now. I've posted a couple on Instagram in my stories for people to vote on. They're not quite as good. They're not quite there yet, but they're almost there. I'm Caleb Giddings. Thanks for watching.